John, talk about how whipping black illiterate people should be sport. <laughs> what made you decide to do film? Well, even, uh, as early as I can remember, I was always drawing comics and like playing with action figures and constructing little narratives in my head. So like I found that I had a lot of different little hobbies, but what all those little hobbies had in common was the element of storytelling. So once I realized that, which wasn't until after I graduated high school, I started honing in on that. I'm like, okay, maybe storytelling is what I want to do. At first, I thought it was just game design, and I went to school for game design, and I, I took it for a semester, and I was like, this sucks. Because I was like, oh, fuck, I, the, my first semester of game design, I had to take all these preliminary mandatory courses that... Whether, whether you're familiar with the information or not, you have to take these courses and pay for them and sit down and listen for like months and months, you know? It was like, like relatively speaking, it was like baby math, you know? Like the, the fundamentals of computing, like trans, like uh, converting uh, decimal numbers to binary and hexadecimal and back again and how computers communicate with one another. I'm like, I know this shit already. But no, you can't just take my fucking word for it and like advance me in the program. No, I have to I have to take all these baby level preliminary courses that I've already taken because you can't just take my word for it. You have to be sure that I know this stuff before I can ascend in the ranks. Like, fuck you. You just want my fucking tuition money. Get the hell out of here. God, school pissed me off. Hey, John, are you a dog person or a cat person? I think I'm more of a dog person, but I've only ever owned cats. I've, a number of cats have been in my life. They're all dead now. Uh, but I've always felt like I would really be a, a dog person, but I never owned a dog just because... Yeah, a lot of... like Especially in Vancouver, a lot of places don't allow pets and... And plus, dogs are like a handful on their own. You got to take them for walks and pick up their shit and all that. And I just didn't have a lot. Of, I just didn't have the patience for that. But I could see myself owning a dog in the future. John, you planning on getting an Xbox One for Arby and the Chief? Or are you unsure or just not getting it? At some point, it will factor into the plot. Yeah. So I would like to get an Xbox One at some point, but. Right now, it's just not relevant to the show's story. And I mean, there wasn't a temptation to get it at all before, but I mean, I'm starting to feel it now with all these like games that are coming out that where the PC version fucking sucks, but the console version doesn't have any annoying bullshit. Like Stick of or not Stick of Truth, but Fra Fractured Butthole, for example. Like I want that on console, but I don't want it on PC. It's apparently there's a bunch of issues in the uh, I don't know, fuck. I, just, I, don't know, just, I mean, I guess it's the same price on console as it, as it is on PC. It's all f fucking, it's too fucking expensive. All these fucking games. They charge an extra $10 for these games every time. Every, every time there's a new generation because I guess it's more work to, to, to make them look nice, which is bullshit. I mean, the software just gets more sophisticated, you know? It's not any harder for these like developers to put all this shit together. The software evolves with them. You know, that the software gets more sophisticated and allows them to 
to pull off these you know games that have like these great set pieces like uncharted and shit like that just the fact that it's a new generation of consoles that that alone justifies them to jacking up the price of these games every time so when there's PlayStation's fucking 8 PlayStation 8 there's going all the games are going to cost like a fucking $120 or some shit 129.99 Canadian or US so then it's 159.99 Canadian go live on Pornhub <laughs> Of course. Why didn't I think of it before? It's genius. How many mooses have you shot? <laughs> I don't know. I lost count. I lost count after the thousandth moose. John CJG, how is your love life going? It was it was it was interesting and nice for a little while. Uh but then there was a point where I was just like juggling two women at once. You know how I was talking about how like, like it was it was such a surreal experience for me because like for for us for like almost a decade, like I mean longer than a decade, all throughout grade school and then all of my twenties, there was no women in my life. Like like there was one one night stand that was it, but the rest of the time it's just been nothing. I've just been working on the show, and only recently women have been playing a huge role in my life. Like the one girl came along and I was seeing her for a bit. And then another girl came along in my life. And all of a sudden I had two women at once who were interested in me. And I started feeling all this guilty shit. Like, like, I, I don't know what it is with me, but I can't, I can't, like I, I have a, a bunch of friends who are like womanizers and stuff. You know, or not necessarily womanizers, but they know how to like, date multiple women at women at once and not feel bad or weird about it you know they're they're functional and i just couldn't function i I started feeling guilty and weird and i was just like oh i'm seeing this i've been seeing this one person for so long but this other woman has come along but i haven't committed to this woman but like if i'm seeing this person does that mean i need to be dedicated to her like is she going to be okay if i'm seeing another person at the same time considering how long we've been seeing each other beforehand like I was just like, it's really fucking with me. Like, I'm not, I'm not fucking exaggerating. And I was getting really upset with myself. I was going through all these feelings. I'm like, oh, God, this was a hell of a lot easier when I was just on my own, you know, even though it was really miserable. And I was, I was like, hoping that I would get a girlfriend one day. And now that I actually, that's on the horizon for me now, it's like, now I've got more than one woman, and I'm just like, oh, fuck, I don't know what to do. And it's like, now it feels more comfortable just to, like, back away from everything and just be alone, you know? There's a comfort in being alone and miserable. That's, 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 the, tragic, that's the tragedy of relationships, you know? It's like, do you want to be alone and miserable, or do you want to be together with somebody and miserable? <laughs> you know, you pick one or the other. I don't fucking know, man. But... Right, uh, so I, I went through a little phase that was confusing, but right now I'm not seeing anybody, and I'm back to my old, alone, miserable self, just working on my content and writing stuff, and I'm not seeing anybody. So that's that's what's going on with me right now. If you're not exclusive, then that's fine, dude. Get a grip. Yeah, I know, man. 
this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying, though. Like, I know it's stupid that I can't function. Like, it's because a lot of people date multiple people. That's not an unheard of thing. And I did plenty of research, and I'm like, this is fine. I should feel guilty about this. But the point is that I do involuntar- involuntarily and inev- inevitably, you know, could, because this is all just so new to me. For the past 10 years, I've just been writing, you know? I wasn't dating girls in high school. I wasn't dating girls in college. I wasn't dating girls before that or after that for a long time. And all of a sudden now I'm introduced, like it feels like my life has been shifting gears like so quickly all of a sudden. And it was just like really, really threw me off. I'm just like, oh, fuck, I don't know how to operate. You know, like what's right? What's wrong? Like, is this appropriate? Is this appropriate? Like, I don't know, man. I'm just overthinking it. John Cuckington, will Cortana come back to the series just like Chief and Arbiter after they blew up? Uh, I don't know yet. I'm trying to work Greg into it at least, but that's not confirmed yet. So don't get your hopes up just yet, but I am thinking about it. I'm trying to figure it out. If if I can make it work, I'll do it. Do you have a moment to talk about our rapist overlord, Lord Xanthar? <laughs> John, are you good at math? No. At, well, depends what kind of math. I was good at algebra. I was really good at math up until like my high school years. You know, at that point, it's you know you start getting into trigonometry and doing proofs, and I was fucking abysmal at that shit. I was terrible. I'm on Instagram now, by the way. I haven't posted a single fucking thing on it, but I'm on Instagram. <laughs> if anybody gives a shit. I didn't even know what Instagram was for a long time. It's like, Instagram? What the fuck is that? So I'm, I'm like, I, I research it, and I'm like, Instagram is a platform that allows you to share your photos. I'm like, doesn't Facebook already do that? What does Instagram offer that is unique? Why are people all gravitating to Instagram? I mean, Instagram doesn't even let you upload photos in 16 by 9 ratio. It's all 4 by 3 and, you know, the dimensions of a vertical phone screen like this. You know what I mean? It's like all all cinema and film and a lot of photography is done in like a wide aspect ratio. But Instagram is still doing this 4 by 3 shit. And yet it's supposed to be like the pinnacle of image sharing. On the internet? Like, what the fuck? I don't know. Do you guys like Instagram? Is there any fucking point to having an Instagram? I don't know. I'll, I'll post some shit on there eventually, I, I guess. But, like, I just haven't felt the need to. I use Instagram a lot only for memes and shit, really. Yes, for memes, right? Stupid shit. What's your Instagram user, dude? I don't know, because like every time I, I try and create a new username with any of these fucking websites, everybody's already taking the names that I would normally take. John CJG, Digital Fear. I'll, I mean, Digital Fear, I don't usually try off the bat, but like uh, John CJG, like that's taken on a lot of websites. And it pisses me off every time. So I got to... I got to come up with some bullshit fake ass sounding one. You know, even though I'm the real guy, I got to have like one of these bullshit spinoff ones. That's not John CJG. Instead, it's like, like my fucking SoundCloud, 
John CJG69420, which is retarded. But if you if you want to find my Instagram account, you can go to my website, imaginativelogo.com, and then underneath the little page heading, you'll see like an Instagram little box link that you can click and that'll take you to my profile page and you can you, you, you can see all my zero photographs. Isn't that exciting? Instagram is Facebook without BuzzFeed popping up every five fucking seconds. Okay. Can people write things on Instagram? Like captions and text? Or is it like strictly image only? I don't really know how it works. I haven't really used it that much. I've just glossed over the app on my phone vaguely. John, will there be actual gameplay like back in Halo Reach and Arby and the Chief from Halo MCC? Uh, I mean, I tend to only do the gameplay story stuff in Reach because it has the the elite character models. You know what I mean? So that means Arbiter can have some in-game representation that actually reflects his like the cuz the the in one of at least one of the in-game elite models in reach resembles arbiter's toy form you know so it's it's great to have the arbiter and master chief in toy form and then in reach i can have the equivalent of each of those in in the form of in-game avatars and i have all these people asking me like why don't you just use halo 4 why don't you just use halo 5 whatever the fuck like because they don't do elites anymore. It's just Spartans, right? So I can't actually represent Arbiter's character in-game. And it just feels, like, weird, you know? I'd have to address that in the story. Like, I'd have to have a line of dialogue where Arbiter's, like, in the form of a Spartan avatar. And he's just like, well, this isn't my body or something like that. You know what I mean? So I'd rather just do Reach where it's just like, oh, that's Arbiter. Okay, I get it, you know? MCC has elites, too. Oh, yeah, I guess Halo 3. I mean, that's all the Master Chief Collection essentially is, right? Is Halo 1, 2, and 3 bundled together. And Halo 3 marks the, the introduction of elite character models in multiplayer, right? But I'd rather use Reach, you know, because it has a more, like... I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter. I mean, well, Halo 3 has like a much more plasticky quality to the graphics than Halo Reach does. Halo Reach has a little bit of grit to it. You know what I mean? A little. Um, it's it's not. It doesn't look like Lego like Halo 3 does almost. John, if they enhance Reach for Xbox One X, it might be the best to hold out for that version. Well, do you think they will? I mean, they might emulate it. I mean, it's probably it's probably already. Reach is probably, you can probably already emulate it on Xbox One, right? So, if Xbox One X comes out, you can probably emulate the same, and you know, ROM or whatever they call it, on that too. Like, there wouldn't be a, a, a an, an Xbox One X exclusive version of Reach, right? Like, if, if something is emulated, is able to be emulated on Xbox One, it's probably going to be able to be emulated on Xbox One X, right? I mean, that's one of the console's selling points, right? Is that it's com it's backwards compatible with everything. Even the Xbox One discs, like the physical discs. You don't have to just download 
uh, a, a modified ROM of the game. You know, you you literally put your old Xbox One games discs into the machine and it'll play them, which is awesome. And quite frankly, they should have done before. You know, surprised it took this long. Like you know, you can play old games. Wow, what a fucking innovation. Yeah, you know, we could have used that a little earlier. To be honest, fucking, I I bought. PlayStation 3 like on launch because I knew those la- that series of consoles had backwards compatibility you could play your old, old PS2 games on them and then they took that away and I, I actually forgot that they took it away so recently one day I tried to play Final Fantasy 10 on on PlayStation 3 the PS2 version I had the, di- the PS2 disc for it I tried to play it on PlayStation 3, and it's like, this disc is corrupted, or whatever. It can't read whatever the fuck's on it. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah, they took away the backwards compatibility. Awesome. That was a smart move. Wasn't that down to them being retarded and not making the 360 Blu-ray, and the Xbox One is? Does the Xbox One use Blu-ray discs? I mean, I know they don't call them that, but is it the same technology then? I mean, it would make sense because I remember the, there was that war between Blu-ray and HD DVD, which was essentially Microsoft versus Sony, and Sony won that one. Blu-ray came out on top, so it would make sense for them to convert their discs over to Blu-ray. Sony doesn't even want cross-platform, man. Song is weird. Sony's, you mean Sony's weird? Yeah. Yeah, fuck. Sony makes fucking horrible decisions all the time. Do you guys see the, some of the leaked Sony emails? I mean, this is old news. But there was a big hack and a lot of Sony emails came out. Do you guys read any of those? All the weird fucking financially motivated decisions that they make, you know, for their movie franchises and stuff. Some of the ridiculous shit that they were proposing via email about, like, for instance, the Spider-Man franchise like some of the ideas that they were tossing around in meetings and stuff. One of them was like to have a a a a, a, mo- a team-up movie between Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker and Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker. Like both actors would be in the same movie as both as Peter Parker and would team up, I guess in some kind of like, you know, alternate storyline where you know different universes come together and there's two different peter parkers i'm just are you fucking serious this is stupid like it's just they have no grasp on the source material and they're just making these crazy fucking decisions like oh wouldn't it be cool if we did this and that and it's like no 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 i only heard of the spidey one (laughs) so you're for xbox right now i'm not for and either or like for a long time, I was pro PlayStation 4. You know, you're right. I mean, I'm, right now I'm thinking of getting an Xbox. I, actually, I don't know. Because PlayStation is getting Last of Us 2. And that's... I mean, that alone is enough to make me think twice about getting an Xbox, you know, as opposed to a PlayStation. I don't know, man. It's hard to say. 
They've done that before in the Spider-Man TV show animated series. That's a cartoon, though. I mean, imagine if you were sitting there in the cinema and you saw Andrew Garfield, Peter Parker, and Tobey Maguire, Peter Parker in the same movie. That's not the same as seeing a cartoon on YTV where they do that multiple Peter Parkers thing. Because I know exactly what you're talking about. You're talking about the final season of the Spider-Man animated series where there's all these different kinds of Spider-Mans and Peter Parkers and they all have to work together to stop, I don't know, who is it, the Red Skull that they're after? It was the, it was the end of the Secret Wars saga, right? Like they had that shit with the Beyonder and then there was all these like superheroes like Spider-Man, Captain America and shit like that and they all had to team up against all these villains that were handpicked by the Beyonder or whatever and pitted against each other to determine who was the most superior, I guess, or whatever. That's different if you're watching that in the movie theater though. I don't like I don't I don't even maybe they would have done they would have taken the Secret Wars approach. But I th- I think it's just terrible decision making, because that's just what Sony is known for, you know. It's Sony that's behind th- that fucking Denuvo thing, that DRM Digital Rights Management fucking th- lock that they put on games. Fucking Sonic Mania when it came out, thank God they got rid of this. But when it when Sonic Mania first came out, there was a DRM on that that meant that you had to be logged in online on Steam to play the game, and if you were offline, you couldn't play it. Even though you bought it, you bought the game full price, you downloaded it, it's on your hard drive, all the files are there, but you you can't play it without an internet connection. Like, well, what if you're on, like, what if you're on a trip and you're on a bus or something and you take a portable device or a laptop with you and you want to play Sonic Mania offline? Like, you're just supposed to, like, you know, grovel to somebody for an internet connection just so you can play something that you bought? It's fucking stupid lol you cucks go support john on getting an xbox one on patreon that's right he's right folks go to patreon.com slash jcj graham and help me buy an xbox one or not no a new computer i should say that's the first thing i would get but yeah i hope i get some i hope i hope i fucking win a screenplay competition that would be good get some prize money coming in John, did you see The Foreigner? No, I haven't. It looks good. How fucking old is Jackie Chan now and he's still doing this shit? Running around doing martial arts and shit? Fuck. Must be really taking a toll on him. By the way, John, Reach would be in 4K on Xbox One X, so that's why I suggested holding out for the X. That was my original point. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, that's not how it works, is it? Like you just put in any old game and it's going to be automatically upgraded to 4K resolution. Like that seems like like they need to re-release the game in order to take advantage of that hardware. Isn't that the case? How the fuck is Reach going to all of a sudden be rendered in 4K when it's been specifically built to render in 1080p? Or I don't know what the max is, but like... I don't know, it just doesn't make sense to me that you can put in any old game and have it upgraded automatically because of the hardware unless the game was remastered specifically for the hardware and re-released. John, you need to add us before we can send you shit, bud. Oh. Fuck, yeah, well, that explains some things. Like, 
Because I I get requests on Steam all the time and I never accept anything because I'm I, I don't know Cause I I just I'm not that active on Steam like online on Steam I just normally whenever I log in on Steam I'm offline on Steam and I just like go online to play whatever I've bought you know but uh, if 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 I, if I get any uh, I'll I'll start accepting shit now like if I get friend friend requests and stuff I'll I'll accept it's called the future John open your eyes you mong. Oh, so that's the future? You can put in old games and they get automatically upgraded because of the new hardware? They're releasing updates for certain games. Reach isn't one of them. Okay. They turn every pixel into a 2x2. Two two. Oh, okay. So they're, they're essentially just stretching the image then is what's happening. John, what are your thoughts on Hotline Miami? I love Hotline Miami, dude. It's awesome. I love that whole synthwave thing, that new new retro wave thing, all that music and that that period of the eighties and that that kind of neon lighting and shit like that. That's fucking cool as fuck. You'd still need a four K TV monitor anyway, which I'm betting most consolers won't, so it's pointless. Yeah, that's true. I don't need, I don't have a four K TV. I wouldn't even be able to take advantage of that. And I can't even capture in in 4K. Like I I need a fucking beast computer to like capture and be able to scrub through 4K footage. And you know, to a degree where I'm just not going to even bother. I think 4K is just is fucking stupid to be honest. I have a lot of people who speak highly of it, like people who work in film who are just like, dude, it's a spectacular resolution and don't knock it until you've seen it. I've seen 4K. You know, I know it looks good. But it's just not practical yet because you, you don't have a lot of consumer machines like towers, computers that can handle this kind of footage. You know? Like the, the hardware is barely caught up. So like in, until, you know, scrubbing through 4K becomes much more manageable, like it's pointless. Like just stick with 1080p. It's fine. There's plenty of detail, you know? I think there is a line of diminishing returns. You know what I mean? Like after 1080p, it's like, do I really need more resolution? Do you really? Do you really need it? Like, yeah, if you're jumping from 480p to like 720p or 1080p or whatever, there's a pretty noticeable difference, you know, that's appropriate for the size of televisions that are commonly sold. But like... I just, I don't see the necessity of fork. I don't need that. That's a lot of detail. And I just, I find that I don't really need or want that much detail. For games, I guess it's good. For movies, no. But for games, yeah, I guess it's useful. I mean, if you're doing like high fidelity, like virtual reality, you, you want the maximum resolution possible, right? So for that immersion factor. So I guess it's good in that regard. I don't know. You won't need a 4K TV to see the difference. That's been said a lot of times now. 1080p TVs will do just fine. Yeah. Our school has 4K cameras, and I have no idea how a fucking high school got it, though. Oh, yeah, you don't need that for high school. Fuck. I mean, for film school, maybe. You know? But even in, in a film school, you don't need 4K. Because you don't need a high-resolution camera to teach people, to teach students the principles of filmmaking. What makes a good film? You can do that with a 380i camera, you know? Resolution doesn't fucking matter. 
So a high school investing in 4K cameras seems like a little bit overkill. 4K will be mainstream in five years, then 8K will be the next craze in the decade. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I knew years ago that they were already working on 8K. I know it's only a matter of time. Just question the, the necessity, that's all. The idea is to feature-proof everything by making it in 4K. I agree it's pointless for gaming now, though. Yeah, that, that makes sense. John Cuckman, Halo MCC is 1 through 4, and Halo 2 Anniversary has amazing Elites models, and they are playable also. It has a pretty good Forge mode. Let me get this straight. Halo 2, as a part of the Master Chief Collection, has been modified to include Elites in multiplayer. Elite models in multiplayer, is that right? I didn't, and and the Master Chief Collection also includes Halo 4? I thought it was just 1, 2, and 3. So it's 1, 2, 3, and 4 then? I did not know that. That's cool. I remember using a fucking Polaroid for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, I remember those. John, was your goal after to film school was to drive to Hollywood? <laughs> just drive straight there. As soon as I graduate, yeah. It's got in my car, drove straight to LA. LA is a fucking turd. LA sucks. It's so hyped up, you know, as this fucking paradise. LA is a shithole. I mean, there's that there's a very small that small Hollywood sector that looks nice, but you've got a lot of segregation and dilapidated areas that are around that area. Like LA, is, there's a lot of slums, dilapidated buildings and just it's not a lot of it isn't pretty. And you never see that shit on camera. John, relax. You look like you're bouncing on a dick. <laughs> hey, John, have you heard of Halo SPV3? It's a Halo 1 mod for PC. It's reimagined and adds all the best elements from previous installments and adds new ones altogether. You might be interested in it. Halo SPV3. Okay, I'll look into that. Is that related at all to the, the Halo Reach mod that someone made for PC? Well, not a mod, but like they, they basically re-released the Halo Reach multiplayer for PC and it's like unofficial. It's just like some Russian dudes or something that made it. I didn't think it was true, but I looked into it. I was like, holy fuck, this is real. Like, wow. <laughs> I still haven't downloaded that or tried it. I've been meaning to do that. Halo 2 always had elites? Oh, I guess I guess they did, didn't they? In multiplayer, though? Like, yeah, I know you could play as Arbiter in the campaign of Halo 2. Oh, no, I guess there were elites in Halo 2. Fuck, I totally forgot about that. Jesus. Oops. John, do you think GoPros are dying? No, why would they? People do that shit all the time. They fasten those mobile cameras to like whatever and record you know sport enthusiasts who just like fasten a GoPro to their snowboard or their skis or their boat or raft or whatever the hell it is they're doing I don't think they're dying 
I think there's a big market for that. Like uh, high resolution cameras that you can mount anywhere. And you call yourself a Halo Pro. It's been a long time, all right? Give me a break. LA does suck. Yeah, I spent a brief amount of time there. I mean, when I went to to work at Machinima for a few days, because that's where their offices are based, right? Machinima.com, they're based in LA. And uh, I went there to work out of their offices while I was doing that E3, that god-awful E3 coverage I did. Where <laughs> it's basically the ironic ten, top 10 of E3. And just, like, bumping into people on the street and stuff and just getting a sense of what the general population was like. A lot of people were rude, you know, and just self-absorbed and inconsiderate. And as you, you, you get a lot of that in L.A., you know. L.A. is, like, the, this, the capital of broadcasting, you know. Like, everybody goes to L.A. to, like, get airtime, you know, whether it's in front of the cameras on a reality television set or like some kind of talk show or something like everybody's trying to get broadcast in LA. Everybody's trying to make it big. And so you, you end up getting a lot of weird personalities that gravitate towards that city in particular, you know, people who are obsessed with fame and obsessed with themselves. And they think so much of themselves that they deserve to be seen by the world. You know, you get a lot of weird fucking people in LA. LA does suck. Yeah. I live next to L.A. and it sucks dick. <laughs> I live next to L.A. and it's fucking shit. Now, a lot of people live in here, live near L.A. So where do you guys live? Where's what's what's near L.A.? Do you guys live in L.A. like a different district? L.A. does suck. All that hype is really for nothing. Plus, it's packed like hell. Yeah, that PC mod is fucking amazing. I got to look into that. SP, SPV3 is sick. I'll look into that too. Best Halo by fans ever. Back when I lived in LA, I was high as fuck, and I think I almost ran over some tiny green spaceman or some shit. It's made by fans for fans, John. Well, that's cool. John, what do you think of the new Call of Duty where you're fighting the alt-right? <laughs> Are you serious? What is the, the you no? Know, that can't be real. I mean, the last Call of Duty I heard of was World War Two. I mean, is that out now? You guys like that? It looked okay. I don't hate on Call of Duty like everyone else tends to. I'm just, it's just Call of Duty's just kind of meh to me. Black Ops Three was fun. Now California is pushing legalization to criminalize misgendering. Oh, that's bullshit. Ugh, California's fucking crazy. That's where a lot of that crazy shit starts, isn't it? California law. And then it just kind of bleeds out from there. To answer your question, I live in San Bernardino County. Okay. I have to get up in six hours for school. Have fun with the stream, John. Have fun at school. Not... John, what do you think of House of Cards with Kevin Spaceman? <laughs> I love that show, man. I'm I'm still working through season five. I heard it kind of got ridiculous in season five, supposedly, and I'm still waiting for that point, but I'm enjoying it. New Call of Duty fights Nazis, but they removed swastikas for PC culture. No, Oh, yeah, I remember this. I tweeted about this shit. Somebody told me about this. 
where they they it's being marketed as a World War II multiplayer experience, but they are taking out the swastikas from the Nazi side of the the player base. I mean, like I, I'm assuming it's random whether you're assigned as a as a soldier or a or a U.S. an American or a Nazi. You know, at the start of each game, but like. If you're playing on the Nazis, there's no swastikas to be found because it's politically incorrect. They don't want to piss off all these social justice warriors. Where, but at the same time, they're doing a World War II game. So if you're doing a World War II game, if you're doing a themed game like that, isn't there an obligation to be authentic to the world that you're depicting? Is that really the answer to just to this this revisionism? to keep stop people's feelings from being hurt like it's just a symbol in a video game who gives a shit it's not hurting anybody it's i th- i honestly believe it's more harmful to revise that kind of shit that they shouldn't be taking that out if you're going to do a multiplayer world world war 2 game include all the blemishes you know don't 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 shy away from any particular detail of world war 2 that you don't like if you're doing a world war 2 game like Make a dis- make a firm decision. You want to do a World War II game or not? Yes. Okay. Then depict it for all of its every everything that is related to it, whether it's good or bad. You know, because it's factual and there's value in that. You know. Or if you don't want swastikas, just don't make a fucking World War II game. How about that? That shit is stupid. People are so fucking sensitive, man. We're even fighting black Nazis. <laughs> yeah. I remember getting into a fight on Twitter about this too, actually. Like, I was saying, like, oh, were there black Nazis and in World War II? And then people were getting back to me saying, well, actually, there were there was a small squadron of black soldiers who, you know, fought for the Nazis. So, you know, it's not technically wrong. Well, they weren't, they definitely weren't predominantly black. It wasn't half and half, you know. I'm sure they recruited those blacks, you know, the Nazi party, because at some point they were desperate to have foot soldiers. So they'll just recruit anybody, you know, whatever. Just we need more fodder for the machine guns, you know. Yeah, fine. You you can go out there and die. Sure. What do they care? They're not going to discriminate at that point if they're losing. History is too offensive to view objectively. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's tr- tragic, right? I mean, these are facts about us as a species, but collectively we're just so ashamed to even acknowledge the things we did. We have to own up to it. We have to. His- history that is not acknowledged is doomed to, to repeat itself, right? I spent a lot of time in the slums of L.A. My family was from there. I learned that a lot of good people are in the poor areas, given there are a lot of bad people as well. I just embrace L.A. for the good and bad. Yeah, sure. There's a lot of good people in L.A. too. I mean, I'm not denying that. But you get a, a definitely a lot of peculiar people gravitating to towards L.A. just because L.A. in particular is one of the broadcast capitals of the world. You know, everybody goes there for airtime. It's called rewriting history, yeah. They mainly don't want to piss off countries like China, which they get a lot of sales, I think. Oh, right, yeah. 
Yeah, man. Got to do all this weird, crazy shit just to make a money, a game or a product more marketable. And <laughs> that's a shame. Fuck's sake, John! Everyone knows that World War Two was full of five foot three inch black transgender half midget half lizard people. <laughs> It's funny how PC Call of Duty World War II is trying to be, and Wolfenstein 2's trailer has a KK member in full robes walking down the street with a Nazi. Yeah, but they're like... Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, if if one's, if you're, it's okay to depict Nazis and swastikas and all that in one game, it should be okay to depict it in another, regardless of how you approach the subject matter. But Wolfenstein in particular, like at World Call of Duty World War Two, isn't as anti-Nazi as the Wolfenstein series is. I think, like Wolfenstein is a franchise that's particularly geared around like kill all Nazis. Like that's the objective of every Wolfenstein game is kill all Nazis. You know, whereas in Call of Duty World War Two, it just it just it feels less inclined towards killing Nazis. It's just like got the nazis you got the american side which which side do you fight for in the campaign or the the multiplayer or whatever that was stupid too at wolf the wolfenstein 2 thing with everybody like like the the world's been taken over by nazis and there's all these nazis walking around in like full kkk like gowns and and masks those pointy hats and you're just like They've taken over the world. Who the fuck are they hiding from? Like, take off the mask. You know? Like, the reason they wore those masks is to conceal their identities because their position wasn't popular opinion. And so they've got to conceal their identities so they don't get, you know, lynched and targeted and, you know, get fired from their job or whatever it was, you know? Nazis have taken over the world. You don't have to hide anymore. You can just take the fucking hood off. Like, hey, I'm a Nazi. Why are they all fucking walking around in hoods if they've taken over the world? It doesn't make any sense. That's why I love games like Wolfenstein because they don't give a sh. They don't. They don't. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. That game looks cool. Looks fun. Very, very Tarantino esque. A lot of inglorious bastards in there. You know that one diner scene that they show off in the alpha gameplay or whatever. We're having a conversation with that one Nazi dude in the diner. He's just asking for your paperwork, and then. Uh, whatever you you know what I'm talking about. It's like the Jew hunter. We cook Jews and shit. <laughs> People think the new Wolfenstein is appealing to the alt left because you kill Nazis in America. Well, I mean, isn't it? It's, it kind of seems that way. It's, it seems like it's specifically jumping on this whole punch a Nazi movement thing. It's like, oh, you want to punch a Nazi? Well, here's a game that lets you slaughter them by the thousands. Trust me, dude, San Fran is a lot worse than L.A., probably the most liberal place in this state. What, L.A. or San Fran is? Yeah, I've I've heard that, too. I've heard San Fran is a little weird. Did you hear about the animation designer purposely making all the female models unappealing to go against male satisfaction? <laughs> hmm. So, was that animation designer a woman? Deliberately making all the female models unappealing so male players wouldn't find them enticing? 
Or was that a male animation designer making all the women ugly because he hated women or something? What was the, what was the intent behind that? Hey, John, you watched Kingsman? If so, what'd you think? I haven't seen it yet. I haven't even seen the first one either. I've heard the first one is really good. I heard the second one was okay. But I'd really like to watch both of them. Wolfenstein's less of a mainstream title, and plus that's always been a part of its identity. Yeah. It's like what the Martian did for the fucking Chinese market. They made them heroes to sell to their market. They got pissed at Wolfenstein out of fear shitheads like Antifa would use it as fuel. Right. Wolfenstein is over the top and it's Nazi killing. Classic COD is a war story, so it doesn't de demonize the Nazis as much. Yeah. What do you think of the Red Dot site being included in the new COD? Oh, in World, World War Two, they have Red Dot sites? <laughs> I didn't know that. I guess you, you have to unlock that, I guess. That's yeah, it's kind of stupid. I mean, if you're gonna do a World War Two themed game, like keep the technology in that era. Otherwise, it feels like you're just branching out for the sake of. Well, I mean, me for the sake of making the game more fun. That's not necessarily a bad intent to have when you're designing a game. I mean, a lot of focus should just be on making the gameplay fun, and not necessarily worrying too much about you know does the story make sense? You know. In movies, you got to worry about that. In games, you worry about the gameplay and how it plays. And then the story comes second, I think. But it doesn't have to be a distant second. It can be a very close second. In fact, you can treat the gameplay with as just just as much seriousness as you you know you you take the story. You know, you can treat both with equal amount of respect, and then you know they both complement one another. Games don't inherently have to have shitty stories. It doesn't always have to be that way. Seems like this generation is scared to say what they want because social justice warriors will get offended and call you a racist. It's really sad when you compare the past with the present. Yeah. Have you seen Real Rob on Netflix, John? No. But uh, I'll look into it. Ever play Spec Ops The Line? Yeah, I have. It's fucking awesome. Basically, Apocalypse Now. In uh, game form. It's really good. Great uh, great story. Gameplay is a little bit clunky. But uh, it's very entertaining. I miss the old, more uncensored internet culture from the mid-2000s. It's too hostile now, but not in the right way. Like, the hostility isn't funny anymore. It's too political. Yeah, I agree, man. Yeah, it feels really... The whole environment just feels really fucking hostile. Not just on the internet, but just, you know, talking to people in general. You know? You're afraid to say certain things or go go into particular subject matter just because you're so afraid of somebody losing their shit. People can say whatever the fuck to me. I'm so hard to shock. You know? I'm just like, you got something that you think's going to offend me? Bring it on, man. To, to tell me, Give me everything you got. Let me hear it. You know? I'll be the judge whether it's that terrible. And more often, more often than not, I'll just be like, that eh, wasn't that bad. And if it is bad, I'll be like, oh, that's bad. But like, I won't hate the guy. Like, I'll always hear somebody out, even if, you know, I don't agree with what they're saying. John, have you seen any of those videos on YouTube comparing Bungie's development with Halo to 343's? It's pretty interesting, and I was curious on whether you stand on this, where you stand on the situation, Bungie or 343. I actually haven't watched that. 
and like I don't think three four three have done a bad job. I mean, maybe that's an uneducated opinion because I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not the gamer that I used to be. I used to be so fucking in the loop with this shit. Like I used to know all this shit, all these fine little details about video games, and used to be able to make really precise arguments about things. You know, I like I knew my shit. I was on top of this shit. Like I was on the internet every on Game Facts or whatever, and you know, talking with people on message boards and playing online all the time, and like talking with people online, and and I was so into games. And now I'm an old fuck. Now I'm getting old. And I'm just not like I don't. I can't dedicate as much time to it as I used to. And now I'm slightly out of the loop. I'm angry about that. I'm just like, ugh. I feel like not cool anymore. Like I'm a casual gamer, you know. And I should be executed. <laughs> but whatever. I mean, it's just stages of life, right? I'm not that into that. That into. I'm not. I still love video games, but I'm. I'm just not that into it as much as I used to be and that's okay at least I can tell myself that you guys can call call me a cuck or whatever you want damn right I got shat on for saying a fucking Donald Trump video was funny <laughs> dude I think Donald Trump's funny do I think it should, he should be president I don't know probably not because he doesn't have the right temperament but man he's he's done and said some fuck this things that are hilarious i mean and i say that as an outsider who's not really like affected by his decision making she's like oh my god this crazy asshole (laughs) he keeps sending these aggressive tweets like he tweets like a teenager it's hilarious anyway i'm not gonna get on to trump people are sick of